For Flight Centre, best in the air and everywhere. And Hyundai's seven-year warranty. On SENSA, the round ball with Dom and Dodsey. Yes, it is, and a very good evening, and welcome to the round ball with uh, Dom and Dodsey. And I've got to say at the top there, have a wonderful Christmas. Of course, uh, Christmas Day and a couple of days' time and a mild day here in Adelaide. A little bit different from what it was uh, last week. And as I welcome my co-host, uh, Travis Dodd, former Adelaide United captain, you're looking uh, a lot cooler today, Travo. Yeah, I tell you what, with these temperatures dropping a bit, I'm certainly appreciating it. got to say as well, with this hot weather that we've had, a uh, big shout out to all of our uh, fire service crew out there that have been yeah. battling these fires over the last uh, week or so. It's uh, It's been shocking here in Adelaide and starting to see the haze coming through the city. So uh, great job to, to all of our uh, firefighters out there. Just outside then and you can still smell the smoke in the air. So uh, yeah, it's been yeah. a pretty horrid uh, few days for our firefighters and uh, hope everyone is nice and safe. Of course, we are here on the round ball with Dom and Dodzi, thanks to Hyundai. Hyundai, uh, last chance to get Hyundai's irresistible seven-year warranty, plus a $500 FPOS card. Also, Flight Centre South Australia, if you're planning a holiday over Christmas or the New Year, call your local Flight Centre travel expert on 131600. And, of course, you can call us on the open line. We are open, our Milk Bar open line on 1300 736 736, the Milk Bar at 57 Flinders Street in the city. And don't forget... Uh, we're here thanks to Flight Centre uh, Australia and Hyundai's seven-year warranty. And if you'd like to text us, of course, you can do so on 0427 154 166. We'd love to hear from you. Whatever you want to talk about about the world game, give us a call. We do have prizes to give away to callers. Of course, Adelaide United in action on the Friday night. We're going to talk about yesterday's game in a tick. Uh, they take on Western Sydney. We've got double passes uh, to that game at Coopers. Uh, kickoff is at 7 p.m. We also got double passes to Adelaide United women's uh, side against Perth Glory when they play next Friday, the 3rd of January, and a $50 Milk Bar voucher, Milk Bar 57 Flinders Street in the city. So there you go. We have some goodies. We're trying to bribe you to give us a call on, eight, uh, on uh, our phone number, one three hundred. 736-736. Mention Adelaide United, uh, Travis. Wow, what a fantastic opportunity to pick up three points against the bottom team last week in Gosford. But uh, Cozzy in the article said it was going to be another banana skin game and it, they did certainly slip because they went down like, uh, yesterday. It's a worrying trend, that's for sure. Uh, losing a couple of weeks ago to Wellington Phoenix, who were bottom of the table. And to be fair to Wellington as well, and, and even Central Coast on the weekend, they, they didn't play like teams that deserve to be on the foot of the table. And, you know, for whatever reason, again, Adelaide United just weren't at the races. And I think even Ben Halloran, uh, who scored a cracker uh, straight after the start of the second half, the left foot curling bomb in the top corner, said after the game that they just weren't there. They weren't desperate enough. They, they didn't show up. It was reiterated by Verbeek after the game. What is a coach and or what is a playing group? What do you do to to arrest that? You don't mm. want that to to, to continue on and uh, you know, spiral leading into further games this season. Well, they came up off a bye, of course, uh, last week and uh, the week before that against uh, Newcastle. Okay, they did win that game, but they didn't look convincing in that game either. So oh. things aren't quite right, are they? No, they weren't. I mean, you look at the squad as well, and McGree was. Out injured again with uh, his knee still still not back into full training. Opseth was was out injured, uh, soft tissue. Izzo was out with a soft tissue injury. Uh, 
had a few injuries, didn't they? Well, that's it. Didn't and help the cause. And no. then, then you've got young Dorigo in the middle of the park. Blackwood was injured. you got young Dorigo in the middle of the park who uh, really, he's, he's a young lad, great talent, but you can't put all the uh, all the all the responsibility on his very very young shoulders can you oh well, not with him with Constantopoulos and Troisi in the midfield it's there's just not enough experience and depth uh, not only in there but in the in the in the squad as well uh Lachlan Brook was the the striker on the bench who came on 18 year old they just don't have enough depth in that squad at the moment uh, to cover for these injuries and you know you can't rely and we've spoken about this you can't rely on uh, Al Hassan Toure mm. to lead the line and score week in, week Another out. Another young because, man. Yeah. Because he is going to be inconsistent and he was you know, in and out of the game again on the weekend. So, look, huge opportunity missed for Adelaide United. They've, they've still got a couple games in hand on uh, Western United who sit in uh, third, third spot, spot. Yep. Uh, with 17 points and Adelaide United on 15. So, look, the opportunities are still going to be there, but... They need to get some of their, their players back to, to have a crack. Well, especially when you consider teams like Wellington Phoenix are in form. Melbourne Victory look like they've turned the corner. They're creeping just behind them. And uh, they've got a couple of tough games coming up. They do play Western Sydney. You don't know what you're going to get with Western Sydney, let's face it, on Friday night at home. But then they've got uh, two away games, Sydney FC and Perth Glory. So really, yesterday's game was very important to pick up those three points before you go on a on a, on a away trip with two of the most probably informed teams, Perth Glory, another team doing well. Yeah, well, they had that that period of three home games in a row. They won two of those and and lost one to not the very Wellington. convincing though. Was well, it? they weren't. I mean, Verbeek after the game said to Ernie Merrick, I think he even apologised for for winning that game because they were pretty ordinary. Adelaide United and somehow came came away with a victory, but. You have to look even up top. There's there's not a lot of experience. They got Milausnich, uh, Halloran, and Toure. Which of those players, you, know, you expect Halloran to be that that leader as a senior player to to have an influence on the game? But you know, really that first half, nobody nobody really stood up and mm. uh, and took the game by the scruff of the neck. Uh, Troisi was subbed off in the second half, so they they were really struggling. Uh, you know, I look at the bench. Vinny Leah, I think he's featured maybe once or twice this season. I'd love to know what's going on at the club and why Verbeek doesn't have him in his plans because in periods like this, he's the type of player that can come in with experience and and shore things up a little bit, you know, yeah. with a with a younger player and Troisi. So it just uh it's a question, yeah, that I'd really like to, to know the answer to. Well, the longer he leaves Insulier on the bench, the obviously as a player, you know that, Trav, you're going to start losing your confidence. You're going to start losing even interest. Uh, you really need to sort of give him some game time, especially when you say he's got a, lang- a lot of young players in there, he's got a lot of injuries, and he still doesn't give him a run. So there's something wrong there. You mentioned the coach for Baker at the uh, post-match press conference. He was asked about complacency. Let's have a listen. It's, it's the second time that it happens to us. Yeah, Wellington was also... Uh... On the last place, maybe uh, played played against them, and we lost also that game. And you see when uh, how we started in the game at uh, the first five minutes, it was a disaster. Then we, in between the the, the third minute, they scored, and and uh, the 42 minutes when the second goal uh, is there, I think it was reasonable. Uh, but then it's 2-0 in, in halftime and. Uh, we start well, and uh, so that was better. We learned from the first half, but we wasn't we were not good enough uh, to finish this game uh, and to get a point uh, with us uh, at least a point with us uh, to uh, to Adelaide. Uh, so 
Um, in edit unit was second half better, but in football still uh, poor. And that's why we lose. Yeah, at least he tells it as it is. Uh, United coach uh, Verbeek, he's got a few problems on his hands, really. He tries to play it up that uh, things aren't as bad as it seems, but uh, they really have not been convincing. By the way, if you'd like to have your say about uh, Adelaide United, what you think and maybe where they can do better, you can give us a call on 1300 736 736 or you can text us on 0427 154 166. We're here for Hyundai Flight Centre South Australia and, of course, the Milk Bar Open Line. You can give us a call on 1300 736 736. Where do you think Adelaide could fix the problem? I mean, you do mention they have maybe a, a lack of uh, experienced players to come in because every time they have injuries to their experienced players, they've only got the young guys coming in, haven't they, really? Well, they have. Uh... They need to play Vinny Leah. Uh, he's got a ton of experience. And, right, he's not going to be up and down from box to box for 90 minutes. We know that. He's, uh, he's coming towards the back end of his career. But he will bring solidarity into that midfield. You put him in there with a James Troisi and a Dorigo. You've got someone that in Leah that is going to be a bit of an enforcer. You've got Dorigo that can do the build-up play and do that box-to-box stuff. And then in the absence of McGree, you've got Troisi being the creative uh, piece to that. I think too often as well this season, we've seen Troisi as that holding midfielder and it doesn't allow him to break lines and and get Mm. forward. I I think it was even against... uh, maybe Brisbane? Jets, uh, Brisbane as well, uh, and Jets, where he plays in that deeper role. And then when we see him released later in the game, all of a sudden Adelaide United start creating chances and they start look, looking dangerous. So for me, it needs to be McGree and Troisi as the two more advanced midfielders uh, with even even a Vinny Lea. It's like, yeah. give give Vinny Lea a shot. Dorigo's, he's going to struggle if you play him every game uh, for 90 minutes. So... I don't see the harm in getting game time into Vinny Lea. Well, they lost uh, you know, two real main players in the off-season in Craig Goodwin and Isaias. And uh, when they got Teresa, you thought he could be maybe the X factor they were looking for. How did you see his game yesterday? Because he is an experienced player and really he should be the man putting his hand up and stepping up and make sure he could lead that team because he's one of the most experienced players out there. Well, you're right. But in saying that, you can't expect one player to to do everything and... Yesterday wasn't his best game. We've seen him have some crackers and and yesterday certainly wasn't one of his better games. But there were a lot of players that were off. Michael Maria, who got subbed off again and you know, from all reports was copping a mouthful from uh, Verbeek, just didn't have a good game. And young uh, Matthew Miller took him to the cleaners, to be honest. He was he was fantastic, the, the, the right fullback for the Mariners. So too much inconsistency with the players. So we, they need to be... Better co- better cohesion, uh, playing out from the back to be able to have some creativity going through the midfield to the front third. There's just not enough of that either. We just don't see enough. It's very predictable uh, the way the Adelaide United are playing. So uh, they need McGree back uh, and they need Troisi. They need experienced players. Sometimes you know, it's great to give these younger players the opportunity, but... Uh, you need to win games as well. Well, the uh, player that we're going to be talking to tonight, by the way, our special guest on our Aussies Abroad, they could do with him uh, coming back, and that is Awa Mabil. Of course, uh, he plays uh, in uh, in um, Denmark, and he's back uh, on their um, winter break for Christmas, so he's back here in Adelaide. We're going to have a chat to him shortly. Awa Mabil is uh, doing very well over there. Another young man who started off here in Adelaide, uh, Trav, and uh, is doing well overseas. It took him a while to get his feet, though, didn't it? We'll ask him those questions, but... 
Uh, I mean, I mean, you've dabbled overseas. It's not as easy as it seems when you go over there. It's just a different world. Well, that's exactly right. And AWA was only here for a couple of years in the A League, two seasons, and then ventured overseas. So, I think it that was fraught with danger. Uh, not not establishing yourself in the A League because we see it so many times. But to his credit, he has stuck it out for. You know, he's into his third season over overseas, so uh, even his fourth season overseas. So, uh, would love to to chat to him about that resilience yeah. that he's shown to to be able to stay over there. All right, we're going to have a chat to him uh, shortly, so don't miss that. But in the meantime, if you'd like to uh, give us a call, you can do so on one three hundred seven three six seven three six. That is our uh, Milk Bar open line. Uh, Milk Bar, of course, at fifty seven Flinders Street in the city, and we're here for Hyundai. Harry, last chance to get Hyundai's irresistible seven-year warranty plus a $500 FPOS card, which is pretty handy, and Flight Centre South Australia. If you're planning a holiday, call your local Flight Centre travel expert on 131600. We'll be back right after this. On SENSA, the round ball with Dom and Dodsey for Flight Centre, best in the air and everywhere, and Hyundai's seven-year warranty. Yes, welcome back to uh, the round ball with uh, Dom and Dodzy. Always welcome to give us a call here on our open line number. Uh, all thanks to uh, Milk Bar, of course. Uh, Milk, and Bar, uh, Milk Bar open line number one three hundred seven three six seven three six. They're at fifty seven Flinders Street in the city, and good to see them on board on the uh, round ball. And also our text number is zero four two seven one five four one double six. So we'll be catching up with Awa Mabil shortly. Have a chat to him uh, back in Adelaide in his hometown after playing his trade. Of course, he plays in uh, Denmark and uh, all reports. Uh, Dodds, he's doing pretty well over there too. He's t- taken a while to get his feet, but he looks like he's scoring a few goals. Well, he is uh, playing playing lots of football, which is fantastic. That's Very important, we, isn't it? That's what we love uh, to see our players when they're going overseas to establish establish themselves. So uh, the asked question I'm going to ask uh, Awar is you know, if he's looking to move uh, and go to bigger and Is it too leagues. early yet, you reckon? Well, three years. I think that's a decent amount of time to establish yourself. He's, he's played a lot of football. Uh, he was out on loan to Portugal last year, so love to, to ask him about that. And yeah, it was, uh, he's got a fair bit going on, the young fella. Yeah. So. And, and he's in the Socceroos squad, which is pretty amazing when you think about it, I mean, really. I mean, he was only playing here a couple of years ago, young man, and he's uh, not quite a regular in the Socceroos, but he's not far off it. Well, he's certainly got the potential. There's no doubt about that. He's he's very young, uh, 24-year-old, and and playing some good football. So he's a, a confident confident player when you when you speak to him. I'm sure he'll come across that way uh, later on. But you know, he's he's uh, an exciting player to look forward to in the future. Absolutely. But don't forget, we've got prizes to give away if you'd like to uh, join us on the round ball with Dom and Dodsey. Uh, double pass to Adelaide United, Western Sydney. They play this Friday night. At Cooper Stadium, they kick off at uh, 7 o'clock and Trav will be there to call the game. And also a double pass to Adelaide United women's um, uh, team against Perth Glory. Now it's the two bottom sides. We're going to be talking about the women's game a little bit later on. They're, uh, well, still sitting at the bottom of the ladder. They had a loss uh, yesterday as well. And, uh, of course, Perth Glory just one point above them. So it's the uh, bottom of the ladder clash there. We'll uh, talk about that later. And also a $50 Milk Bar voucher, Milk Bar 57 Flinders Street in the city. If anything you'd like to uh, talk to us about, uh, how do you think Adelaide United are going? What can they do to fix that? Are you disappointed how this season's going? Of course, they lost the first two games and they went on a bit of a run. I think they lost won four games in a row and everyone was saying, oh, well, we're back on track. Marco, who? Where's his AS? Who cares? And all of a sudden, they've gone back down in a hole and let's hope for their sake. And the supporters, they can change, and they really need a bigger crowd because the last two home crowds, Trav, have been very, very disappointing. 
Yeah, they have been, and I guess there's been a case for both. Uh, the elements? But, but yeah, uh, <laughs> stinking hot on, on one game. Uh, but there were Sunday games as well? Yeah, Sunday games, and then uh, absolutely freezing with and raining, pouring with rain with the other. So, look, um, we'd love to see Highmarsh Coopers full um, give this state and and this club a reason to to you know, get that facility upgraded. They're talking about upgrading it for the the FIFA Women's World Cup, but it needs to be t- it needs to be permanent. We yeah. need to have uh, the the stadium finished, and they're not going to do that unless it's full every week yeah. uh, or close to it for for the Adelaide United game. So. Look, I'd love to see the fans uh, keep coming out. Well, that's a good point you make because every time I speak to people, they're saying, oh, they've got to make Hindmarsh bigger. We need a bigger stadium. But you're right. Unless you can get at least 14,000, 13,000 every home game, you haven't got an argument. You can't ask for a bigger stadium when you're not when you're only getting six, seven, eight thousand people in there. Well, that's right. They're not going to spend the money to have Especially half, for our game. half empty facility every week. Yeah. It's just uh, it's not an economical, viable thing to do it's yeah. just it's common sense i think uh so yeah uh, we'd love to see him out there let's hope so now, overnight of course there were a couple of games in the epl we've got our tips coming up later in the program but uh, wow your mob manchester united losing to watford what was that all about and they oh, were bottom yeah maybe com- complacency the old united yeah. of older would not lose no to a bottom absolutely team. and i think i even said that last week that you know, i was they're probably going to lose this one, but I still tipped Man United disgracefully. But I mean, well, you would, for, wouldn't you? I did too. Yeah, for the people that saw yeah. saw the game, the the first golf that Daya let through. I mean, that the goalkeeper, was, yeah, that was scandalous. It was like a mishit volley into the ground. It was a routine. You were grab. alluding to the fact that maybe uh, there was a little bit of uh, he did that deliberately. Well, I mean, earlier geez, looking at show, it, yeah. looking at it, far out. No, I mean, it was just a was bad ridiculous. blunder. That's all it was. It was a terrible blunder. Lack to of be concentration. Honest. And then you know. Two minutes later, uh, one Basaka with a stupid foul inside the box to yeah. give a penalty away. So, I mean, the coach killer, just the moments on the on the field. But yeah, that's again, that's teams so inconsistent. Man United at the moment, you could absolutely flip a coin uh, on the result that they're going to get. Will Solskjaer survive? You think? Would like? I mean, will he survive the season? He was their favourite fan favourite when he came in, and they started off. Brilliantly, and then things have plateaued out now, and now they're losing to the bottom teams. Not a good thing. Yeah, well, I mean, the other thing is, you've, they're outside of Europe as well, albeit only three points. Uh, Sheffield United sit fifth with twenty-eight points. Man United on twenty-five. But honestly, I, as a as a supporter, I have zero confidence that <laughs> this team you know, you, has got the you jumped off. Have you? No, I'll still support them, but I'm just less on the bandwagon at the moment. <laughs> I wait until they start, you know, winning five on a trot, and then. Is you know, their next game? Went. Just looking, uh, Newcastle at home is their next game. You you would think they would win that one. Yeah, that's, you would. That's yeah, on th- you would that's Thursday. Yeah. Uh, Thursday morning, I think it is. Yeah, I mean the other game overnight was your mob. Uh, Tottenham. Spurs. Oh, what about what about your mob going? Yeah, down well, at least to at least Chelsea. Chelsea weren't bottom. You know, like you're right. I mean, if we lost to Watford, I'd be a bit more disappointed. But still, uh, at home against uh, Chelsea. And uh, talking about goalkeeper blunders. Another one. Oh. Yeah, shocker. I can't believe that. Gazaniga coming out and almost fly-kicking the striker in the <laughs> Look head. Look good, though. Good for television. Fly-kicking the striker in the head, and the referee well, has, the head the, was a bit low. has the audacity to give a free kick. Protect the goalkeeper, I reckon. A free kick to Tottenham. Are you kidding Absolutely. me? Absolutely. The poor goalie nearly hurt himself. Thank you. Thank you is probably the first time I'll say it to the VAR that, that 
overturned that and got it right because, I mean, I don't know what the referee's thinking. Well, there was another incident, I think, in the game. I just heard uh, Mourinho's press conference, who was very diplomatic, by the way. He's, uh, he hasn't thrown things at any of the reporters. Uh, he seems to be very calm, which could he's be... still the, in the honeymoon period. Could be the calm before the storm. You're right. Uh, I mean, he's getting some results for Tottenham, but uh, last night at home, and Spurs really needed to... You know, to get that win to stay in touch with the Champions League plays at the top four, but uh, losing at home, that was a bit of a worry as well. But uh, yeah, he did say there was another incident, VAR incident there, which uh, cost him a goal. I didn't actually see it, so I can't comment. Uh, but the VAR always seems to get a Guernsey in every game, whether it be good or bad. But uh, I'm not quite sure what happened. But I mean, that's the nature of the beast nowadays with the VAR. How do you reckon you would have gone playing in your day, travel the VAR? I, How many I, goals would have been cancelled? I would have hated it. You would have scored. There would have been a few goals I, taken off you, I reckon. Yeah, I, I would have been, yeah, not a fan, not a fan of the, the VAR. But the other thing uh, to come out of Tottenham last night yeah. was uh, the the alleged uh, racist abuse to yeah. one of the Chelsea players, uh, yeah. Antonio uh, Rudiger. So... Yeah, and 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 uh, Mourinho did make uh, a point of that after the game. Very disappointed, he said he doesn't like that, uh, not only in sport but even in life. You know, people shouldn't be like that and racist. But unfortunately, there's always one or two. There is, and and it is disappointing. And there's been a lot of that in in Italy this year in the Serie A, and referees have stopped the game. And I just don't understand why the fans would put. Uh, their own club at risk because there there are well they're morons that's yeah, why there's significant the significant consequence now for for clubs uh, that are going to be imposed by by UEFA that'll hopefully stamp this out and you know include docking points uh, playing behind closed doors I just don't understand as a fan why you would want to yeah you're right they're idiots but still does that happen in the A League very often Have you, I mean like even in your day did you like hear players having a go at Spectators having a go at, at you know, at African players or whatever. No, 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 no. I think I've I've been called a, a few choice things. Uh, you're half over indigenous. The did you have? Oh yeah, no, no. Never? I was I was okay. Um, to be honest, uh, and I was I think I won't say I was lucky because you shouldn't be lucky to to yeah. you know, not be racially abused uh, during your career. But um, I was. I never came up against it. Uh, got called a lot of other things by the opposition supporters. And I've done that as well. well called me other things. Other things, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, you did just uh, <laughs> just before we come back on air out of the break. So uh, just, just to keep you honest, that's all. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure I've called you a few choice uh, words as well. And you kept me honest. But really, there's just no no need. And like Mourinho put it beautifully, not only in football, but also in, in, what, in life. You, there's just absolutely no need for it. But there's always... Uh, one or two buffheads that uh, well they just crossed the line and they're going to get rid of them just kick them out and don't 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 ban them for five years ban them for life you don't want them back in the you don't want those people in in those stadiums simple as that absolutely uh, we've seen it in you know you don't like talking about it the the AFL yeah uh, well, that it's happens been, quite a bit in there doesn't it's, it it's happening in the AFL and the clubs come down quite harshly on on those spectators so Tottenham have come out and said that. They're strongly opposed to this kind of fan behaviour and uh, promise to investigate it. Mm. I don't know if they promise, but they will investigate it. Yeah. And and hopefully those culprits are taught a lesson. I'm sure they will because they do take that uh, very, very seriously. All right, don't forget, uh, you can give us a call. Our open line is uh, open, of course. Uh, thanks to Milk Bar, 57 Flinders Street in the city, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. wherever you're listening to us 
around Australia or around the world, you can give us a call or you can text us on 0427 154 166. We have these goodies to give away. Tickets to Adelaide United and also the uh, women's game against Perth Glory on Friday the uh, 3rd of uh, January and a $50 milk bar voucher. That's the pack you'll get for Christmas. Uh, you will receive both those passes and that milk voucher just by giving us a call on 1300 736 736. Do not go away. We're going to take a short break, and then we'll uh, come back and have a chat to AOR Mobile. Uh, you're listening to On the Ball with Dom and Dodsey. On SENSA, the round ball with Dom and Dodsey for Flight Centre, best in the air and everywhere, and Hyundai seven-year warranty. Yes, welcome back to the round ball with Dom and uh, Dodsey. Nice to have your company. We're here through until uh, 6.30 here in uh, South Australia. All thanks to, of course, Flight Centre South Australia. If you're planning a holiday, call your local Flight Centre travel expert on 131600. And, of course, Hyundai, get Hyundai's irresistible seven-year warranty. And it is your last chance. And, of course, uh, uh, Milk Bar. And we've got all these goodies to give away. Before we have a chat to AWAR Mobil, uh, we are going to take a call now. Let's go to uh, Paraka. Dennis, how are you this evening? Yeah, not bad, thank you. Good. Yes. What can we do for you? Um, well, you brought up earlier about the, um, you know, the, the crowd. Dennis, you're, you're, Dennis you're there, mate. your phone's breaking up just a tad. Maybe just move to the left a little bit. Is that better? There you go. Now we're cooking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you brought up earlier about the... Um, Maybe the move to the right a little bit. <laughs> Actually, you're breaking up again. What's you got a cheap phone. you get got a Christmas present already, have you? you got a cheap phone there, mate. <laughs> Is that better? Yeah, just yeah, keep talking. Better? Yeah, it looks like it's a bit better. Where are you are you in, at home at the moment? Yes, I am. Yeah, it just keeps breaking up yep. every time you speak, actually. So uh, we'll give it another try. Off you go. Okay. Is that better now? Yeah, we'll keep going. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mentioned earlier about the um, smallest crowds at the time my stadium. Well, the last time I took my um, grandkids to the soccer was against Newcastle, and it was four degrees. And uh, they asked Newcastle to change the uh, the time slot, and they um, they said no. I thought it was sort of been overruled and just um, just changed to seven o'clock at night. It was a five o'clock in the uh, in the evening. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was just stifling me. I just were you yeah. sitting on that side? Were you sitting on the uh, Mountain Street side? Uh, yes. In the sun. Yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was pretty hot. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, it's Dennis, pretty hard. Uh, I was actually talking to, to Bruce Jitte before the game, uh, actually, to just to find out if that game was going to be pushed back. Adelaide United actually requested to the FFA three days prior to that because they, they obviously they knew oh, the forecast coming out that it was going to be so hot. But it's actually the FFA that, that rules on whether or not the, the game will be pushed back. And they we saw them out there doing what they call the wet bulb test. Uh, they measure humidity in the air and, oh. and various other things. But for whatever reason, it didn't get pushed back. And we've spoken about this. No. It provides uh, real safety concerns, not only for the players and referees, but for the fans. Uh, so, yeah, it's... it's Especially the younger ones, too. Yeah. You know, like the kiddies, they love them. They, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, we've... Uh, We've we've come accustomed to being dictated to by the the TV broadcasters, which uh, unfortunately exactly, pay, yeah. pay most of the bills. Well, they do. That's it. That's the way it is, exactly. though, uh, Dennis. Because if the TV broadcasters are paying without them, there wouldn't be a league. So you've you know that's just the way it is, and it's a summer sport. You know, it'd be nice if it was in winter; wouldn't have to worry about it. Then you worry about the cold, but that's just the way it is. But uh, uh, Dennis, I understand your concern. Yeah. Now you want uh, you want some? I've got some goodies for you, mate. You want to go to the game on uh, Friday night? 
Oh, that would be fantastic. All Thank right. you. Well, I've got a, a couple of tickets for that. Also, a couple of tickets to go and see Adelaide United women's team against Perth Glory the following Friday and a $50 milk bar voucher. How's that for Christmas, buddy? Oh, fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> Merry Christmas to the lawyers. Yep, Merry <laughs> Christmas to you. Good on you there, Dennis. Merry Christmas and, and to then... you, Dennis. And uh, I'll meet you at the milk bar for a coffee. Your shout, <laughs> mate. Thank you very yeah, much. It'll have to be your shout because <laughs> you would not pay in a fit. Uh, there you go. Give us a call on 1300 736 736. That is our open line number. And uh, as we mentioned, uh, Trav, um, Awa Mabil has done beautifully in Denmark, plays for a club called uh, Midgeland. Uh, he's, uh, they're four points FC clear. FC Midgeland. Okay, that, that too. Four points clear entering the winter break. Uh, they are having a bit of break, and he's here in Adelaide. Uh, let's have a chat to him now. Awa, welcome back to Adelaide, mate. Are you there, Awa? Oh, we'll try and get it back on the phone there. Uh, oh, here we go. Awa, sorry, buddy. Uh, wrong button. Are you there, mate? <laughs> yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, good on you, mate. Uh, uh, welcome back and Merry Christmas, mate. What's it like being back home? Yeah, it's always nice to come home and um, to see familiar faces and, of course, the family, the friends, and the weather is not so fun. But um, it's okay. <laughs> Would you rather this weather or what it's like in Denmark right now? I think um, I think I like Denmark because <laughs> it's not too warm. You know, now it's winter there, so you can stay inside. Turn out the, the the heat up and it's um, a little bit more cold. No, that's it. Hey, well, you've been overseas now for uh, for a few years. Uh, you spent only two years with Adelaide United. How did you find that transition? Going overseas to a to a brand new foreign environment. Yeah, it was, um, you know, obviously, like you said, I spent a bit in Adelaide, and um, I was getting very comfortable in Adelaide. And you know, I don't, I don't think Seb Gombar was, was, you know, one of the best times I've had in my, my career so far because you know the environment was was amazing and mm. just the guiding of um, of the boys and also just have, you know, everything easy for me to, to, to become myself and to, you know, to try to develop every day. And then when I went overseas, you know, it was, it was almost like you have to start from the beginning again. Yeah. Um, you know, I went there, I thought, okay, I'm going to play straight away. But, you know, I was shocked because I didn't play as much as I would like. But then I realized, you know, what I went through there is, is made me, it's made me strong uh, mentally and, uh, you know, made me more smart as a player to adapt to a new um, new new environment. So it was tough at the start. Now it's slowly starting looking good. <laughs> That's it. That's it. The, the first two years, or your, your two years as a professional with Adelaide United, did the, do you think that really set you up and, mm-hmm. and were you prepared, I guess, mentally for, or did you have any expectation? You spoke briefly about uh, you're expected to play when you went over there, but did, uh, did playing as a professional mm-hmm. in, in Adelaide uh, set you up? It did, it did in a way, but it also, you know, it made me realize, okay, if you want to take that next step, where in Euro football is everything, you know, um, so if you're not winning games, you know, the club is in trouble because of relegation, whatever it might be. So that I didn't understand, and that's why I said before I was a little bit comfortable in Australia because, you know, I'm playing in front of my family, playing in Australia, you know, um, and when I went over there, it was like a shock, but also... You know, I've been set up here in Australia. The, the, the two years that I spent in Adelaide set me up in the sense of, you know, 
I got a lot of first in, first in football uh, at a young age. But um, when I went over there, it was more the mental part that, um, that I had to work with. As they, everything else was, was okay, but the mental part in, in dealing with, you know, disappointments there and mm. not playing, sometimes being, you know, in stand and things like that uh, was what I've never dealt with in Adelaide mm. in a sense of, um, yeah, because I was comfortable, I can come home here after training if I'm disappointed, if I'm not in the starting 11, if I'm a part of the team, uh, I can come home to my family and everything's okay. But over there, you know, the reason I'm there is to play football. So yeah, must be tough though. I was thinking about it the whole time. But yeah, so mentally it was, was, was the next step. But yeah. And like, I mean, we know that, uh, you, you know, you spent your time here with Adelaide United. Uh, did you watch Travis Stott, who's sitting right opposite me, play did, when you used to go to the games? Did you, who do you base your game on? Like, who, yeah, of course, who, of course. <laughs> of course. I, I, actually, I actually have a story because I think it was in 2007. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I was, uh, oh. but I, was, I, was, I was new. I was new to, um, to Australia. I think we was just been here for one year. And I like United did a refugee thing where they had Travis Dodd, Scott Jamison. Those were the big players that I knew from back then. Um, and then I, I think they had a few other players at, um, at Parra Hills. And they were hosting something for the refugees. And then um, I went there. And at that time, I was playing for St. Augustine, which Travis Dodd actually played for yes, uh, when he was class. younger, I think. Um, and, then, and then I told him, I told Travis uh, that I played for St. Augustine. And then he gave me a gave me a jacket, a United jacket, um, and and you know I have a photo somewhere in my old computer safe. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And you know, it, yeah, it meant it meant it meant a lot to me. Uh, I don't know if you remember that, but I think if, oh, he'd, yeah. he'd remember that. He doesn't give too many things inspiring away. Inspiring young footballers. And that's it. Just uh, AY talking about uh, refugee clinics and that kind of stuff. You've got a, a great uh, charity going on called Barefoot to Boots. Uh, tell us a bit about that and, and mm. how that how that all became a bit, uh, come about. Yeah, like like for me, you know, being a good person or being you know sticking to the human values is the most important for me. Um, and you know, I've been lucky enough to to represent uh, the refugees or you know, I, I the less fortunate who don't have a big um, resources and I've been blessed with football. So when I went back uh, to, to the refugee camp where I was born, I, I looked around and the kids were playing without, without football boots. Um, mm. And you know, here, Travis will know also Nike or Adidas, whatever your sponsor by send you maybe eight pairs of boots a season or yeah. whatever it might be. Um, so I was like, okay, when I go back to Australia, I'll have one of my teammates if they can collect all their boots and at the end of the season they give them to me and I'll take them. That was how it started, and uh, from there it's just you know been been amazing, bigger and bigger and bigger. And now we're helping schools, um, we're helping uh, hospitals. So that's that's how it started, just by trying to give back in the sense of you know just keeping their feet protected. That was how it started. That's uh, and then yeah. you, you start to realize that. It's, you know, so it's amazing what the foundation is doing, and it goes beyond, as you said, uh, beyond football. Uh, looking at health and, and education, and, and how the how you can contribute to the community there. I was having a look at the website before, Awa. Uh, mm. It said that so far you've donated mm. two thousand kilos. 
of boots and uniforms. Now, what does that equate to in, 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 <laughs> pairs, of, in pairs of boots and, and uniforms? Do you, do you have any idea on what that works out to be roughly? No, no idea. But, you know, you're saying that, that yeah, that makes me think that's a lot, a lot of stuff. <laughs> Especially with the boots, they're, they're yeah. pretty light these days. <laughs> I reckon. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hey, I, a lot of hey, Ay, just before we uh, let you go, do you sometimes have to pinch yourself to see how far you've come in a matter of a few years? You're now playing professionally overseas. You're part of the Socceroos lineup. Uh, I mean, they've got this uh, massive uh, um, tournament in South America coming up uh, next year. Do you have to pinch yourself sometimes? Yeah, sometimes, you know, I just think it's part of life. You know, we, we all have our journeys and that's what makes it uh, amazing, you know, and and for me, I just put my head down and work hard, and, and of course, don't uh, don't don't get ahead of myself if if I start to get some success because I think you know failing is 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 actually or failing our own two obstacles is actually what makes us um, who we are as people or in your career, you know. So every time I I succeed, you know, I always look back the time where I failed. So. Uh, and equal them because they, they're pretty much the same. Because if I didn't have that failure, I would not, I would not see the lesson in it, you know. So, yeah, I, I do pinch myself, and I'm very thankful. And every day, I'm very thankful for for having an opportunity to play professional football and represent my country. Of course, it's a big pleasure. Yeah, fantastic, and it is a big pleasure. And everyone has pleasure watching you. I'm sure coaches over the years who coach you as juniors, they must look at you and think. Uh, you know, they're very proud of you and uh, they have something to do with uh, at least uh, you being a professional footballer and you are representing South Australia, so no pressure, but uh, good luck, mate, playing for the Socceroos and, of, <laughs> and of course, back in uh, Denmark. When are you going back, by the way? I leave on the 5th, so around two weeks from now. All right. Well, you enjoy your Christmas with your family and uh, good luck uh, with your club and for the future as well, Awa. Thanks Awa. for joining us. Uh, thanks a lot. Thank you. Have a good Christmas. Okay, good on you, buddy. That's Awar Mabil, who uh, seems like his uh, uh, head is on the shoulders correctly there, Trav. He's very humble and he's grateful for what he's got. He's a good speaker yeah. uh, for such a young player and young Even though person. the phone didn't... It was our phones, by the way, I think. I know there was oh, a problem good. with the phone. Good, but he's uh, so level-headed. He sounds yeah. grounded, uh, which is great to see. As you say, he's humble, um, which is fantastic. And, and to, to think that players... Are thinking outside of the game with his charity organisation Barefoot the Boots. Uh, that's www.barefoottheboots.org. Uh, Get on and have a look at that because he is doing great things for uh, the refugee communities uh, in in Africa, and it's it's great to see that he's got the foresight to to think about life outside of football. Yep. We talk about him going overseas after two years as a professional footballer, uh, and the resilience that that takes. You know, I do wonder if it's his upbringing and and his you know childhood that's, yeah. that's contributed to him being a, being able to stick it out. Yeah, because he uh, yeah, I mean, you know, kids who were born here in Adelaide in Australia, they've you know got the best of everything, and uh, you know he's come from uh, very hard times. Awa Mabil was our special guest, a part of our uh, Aussies Abroad, of course, uh, segment. Uh, we'll be back uh, right after this and uh, talk more football. If you want to give us a call. One three hundred seven three six seven three six is our number. Give us a call if you like. 
On SENSA, the round ball with Dom and Dodsey for Flight Centre, best in the air and everywhere. And Hyundai seven-year warranty. Yes, it is the round ball, and you can give us a call. You have time with uh, Dom and uh, Dodsey. Not number. a lot of time. Uh, no, we're always run out of time. Very quick, isn't it? There's, we talk about the world game, all these different leagues around the world. Only got an hour to do it in. one three hundred seven three six seven three six is our phone number. We've still got goodies to give away. Text us on 0427-154-166. We're going to check in now on the women's game. It's all thanks to SA Power Networks. SA Power Networks uh, empowering women's football here in uh, South Australia. And, of course, we're also here for Flight Centre South Australia, Hyundai and the Milk Bar. Well... Has it, well, Adelaide United uh, men's team lost yesterday, Trav, against uh, the Mariners. And, um, well, not such good news either for the women's team with uh, Ivan Karlovic's team losing five on the trot. It wasn't a, it wasn't a good result and uh, cons- uh, scored, lost 2-1. So lost by a goal again. For again, the, yeah. For that's five game. games yep. in a row. Uh, but they scored in the 89th minute or something like that. So it was really late on. Uh, I caught the end of that game and, and something interesting, the referee went down um she, oh, really? was, she was vomiting and oh dear and that must to, have had a big night the night had, before well that's what i did say that's what i did think i should say um got got substituted with 3 minutes to go no way yeah yeah so the the, the referee's board went up so so uh, did you find out why or just, no they didn't re- they didn't say actually after it wasn't a stifling hot day yesterday it wasn't, was it it wasn't so yeah don't want to you know, throw under the bus and say that oh you just did well, well you did but well, I didn't no, even back know. to back to the the game, the, the game yeah uh, I don't know. What, what do you say? You can only, to Ivan's credit, he's protecting his players as best he can, saying that they're playing good football, which maybe they are. But at the end of the day, when you're losing five on the trot and you haven't picked up a point in five games, mm. something's got to change. Now, he was asked whether or not uh, wholesale changes would be made. And he said his quote was, sometimes you can make wholesale changes, but why are you making these changes? Because you're, you're losing? When you're playing good football, sometimes you've got to allow them to find their confidence too. I somewhat disagree with what he's saying there because this this league is not long enough for them to find their confidence. It could take five, six, seven games. By then, the season's gone yeah. and you're looking to, to build again next year. It's disappointing the way that this season's panned out because Ivan's been at the club for three years now and he's had the opportunity to, to put his squad together. So he's got the core... Players, I guess, with the the local players. You know, speaking with Ivan a couple of weeks ago, uh, away from the radio station, uh, it's he said it is difficult uh, with the resources at the club. Um, it's not, I guess, like the the men's team where funds are free flowing. So he's got to make do with, with what he's got, which is limited. Uh, but in saying that, he's he's just got to do something to to change things up. And and I do think that means. Bringing in the changes. Has to. Hasn't got much time to play with. How many games they got left, did you say? Seven, Seven games. games. Yeah. So they're bottom of the ladder at the moment. They do play Perth Glory, uh, the next home game, uh, and they've only got one point. Well, I don't know what's happened to Perth Glory either. They lost Sam Kerr and they've lost the plot, basically, haven't they? Well, they have. Um, they relied on her quite heavily yeah. uh, with Sam Kerr and uh, without They've only without got a her, point. It's no, one draw. That's it. No Kerr, no, no Glory. No Kerr. Oh, I like that. Make a banner on that. I coined that myself. Yeah, so they really need to get a move on because it looks like it could be another <laughs> disaster for the uh, women's side for Adelaide United because they haven't made the finals yet. And how many years have they been going? A lot. It's It is disappointing because every year we think that uh, or we expect from what we're told and what we hear that uh, it's going to be a bigger and better year, but just uh, unfortunately not there yet again. 
Yeah, so fingers crossed for the girls. All they really need, they only one win away from maybe getting some confidence because, okay, they have been losing five games, only lost by a goal, but they still haven't got a point. So maybe if they can uh, you know, get a result, might just be the impetus that they need to start winning some uh, games. 21, 21 points still available. Um, they need probably 15 uh, at least uh, to make finals. How many? 15? 13, 13 to 15. Uh, Canberra fourth on 10 points, so... Uh, it's a big ask. It's a very big ask. Well, uh, that just about uh, does it for us here on the Round Ball with Dom and Dodsey. Thanks for joining us. So we'll be back again next Monday, of course, uh, Christmas Day on Wednesday. So we'll join you again next Monday. Have yourselves a wonderful Christmas. Dodsey, see you next week. See you, mate. Merry Christmas. God loves you.